if now like do we actually want to see long form content as movies now or do we actually enjoy the more mini series type productions okay you kind of do a pro and cons of each you know just kind of chat yeah. that up would you have stuff to elaborate sweaty balls <laughs> i'm recording that one. Oh dang it <laughs> Hi, and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid, your favorite podcast. My name's Jose. I'm Rick. And I'm Holly. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of It's Going to Get Stupid. Um, we, we hope you uh, have been listening along to our episodes that have been released. Sure. I'm laughing at that. <laughs> laughing at that. Um, we're trying. Look, it's 2021. There's a pandemic still going on, everybody. There's a new strain of the virus. Chill out, okay? Give us some slack, okay? Because it's, it's almost Christmas. This new strain sounds like a transformer. D- it is a transformer. It's Omicron. 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 I mean, they're just skipping stuff, right? Have there been other strains that we didn't know about? They're like, yes. don't care about these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There definitely has. Okay. I need to know about every single one of them. This is ridiculous. But I don't anyway. understand, like, why is... Okay. I'm going to make myself sound real stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of the point of this show. Is is Omicron a Greek alphabet? Uh, I think so. Maybe. Oh. Sources say... Omicron? I, I don't know. It's I don't know. It's because very... we went we went Delta, right? And that's Greek alphabet, right? That's yeah, yeah. Omicron. Omicron. Yeah, it's it's represent the O. Yeah, man. It's contrast to Omega. It is. It's a Greek. It's the fifteenth letter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. Greek alphabet. We all I mean, learned I wouldn't today. expect. I wouldn't expect and you to that's know our the show. Greek alphabet. <laughs> that's now you know. <laughs> so we're on the fifteenth um, variant. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Because I don't think they call it alpha. Wouldn't the. What is it? Well, alpha, I guess they, is it alpha, beta, guess, gamma, delta? Is that I the order? It, okay. Well, here, well, let's just do the Greek alphabet, everybody. Alpha, beta, oh, gamma, delta, it. epsilon, no, zeta, eta, theta, iota, kappa, <sighs> lambda, mu, nu, xi. You know, omicron, we're we're veering pi, into a whole sigma, new nerdy tau, section epsilon, of this whole pi, thing. Chi, psi, omega. It's just gone it anyway. super nerdy. Don't care. Stupid and nerdy. Thanks, Jose. <laughs> so I wonder, what about the new variant and you are the mu variant? Lambda variant. Is, I heard that one. Isn't that a Pokemon? The Mu? Yeah. That's Mew. That's Mew. Is that Mewtwo? Not Mew. There was a Lambda variant. Like you what said. Was a Lambda. I do remember hearing about that one. So if we get to the Pi variant, just know I'm going to... Okay, never mind. Um, are anyway. The, are the Omega uh, variant? You, yeah, anyway. If you want to learn more about the Greek alphabet, email us at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. Oh, dang it. <laughs> Where can they it's find this on Facebook, Holly? You guys need to shut up. Uh, Facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. You can tweet us. Or at, nerdy. At IGTGS show. You can go to Instagram and send us a picture of your favorite Greek alphabet letter. At it's going to get stupid. You can cosplay as your favorite Greek alphabet letter. <laughs> you can go to YouTube and search it's going to get stupid podcast. Or you can just like search nerds and you'll get Jose and Rick. Wow, that was yeah, rude. Okay, wow, that was that's mean. That was rude. That was mean, churlish. And true. <laughs> mean but true. And you can okay. leave us a voicemail at 832-304-1423 for now until that number dies again. And I change it for the fourth time. <laughs> that's okay. Um, yeah, so, you know, speaking of the pandemic and everything that's been going on, I know we talked about this prior to or right around 2020 when when everything started kind of shutting down, we were talking about the theaters. Because it was well, in the middle of 2020, right? The theaters were kind of like nobody – they were all shut down. Nobody was going. We were yeah. wondering if they were going to never come back again. You know, AMC was like – stock was tanking all this crazy stuff so we we were kind of uncertain with the future of movies and they kind of rebounded back this year um uh, but like i wanted to pose a question of do we need movies at all you mean theaters? because in the wake of the theaters not showing movies or movies not being so prevalent and our, a lot of them not being made there was a lot of short form shows that were made and put out on various streaming platforms that are pretty amazing 
it's a hard question because I enjoy I enjoy movies. I enjoy like the MCU and stuff like that. But honestly, like um, I appreciate like so like what if what if is one of the the shows that came out uh, over the summer, um, and I truly enjoyed how like there was a lot of time for like build up um, and seeing how things connected towards the end. Um, you know, like the last, like the ending of the seventh episode and then episodes eight and nine are all connected. And so I really enjoyed that. But in reality, like the ending of the seventh episode and episode eight and episode nine, I mean, that's a movie right there. You just didn't have to do any world building because that was already done in the first seven episodes. Right. So I enjoy that type of like mini series um, type thing. I think it gives the stories longer to kind of to build up. The unfortunate part is you always get one episode that you're like, I could have done without that one. <laughs> so yeah, are you asking, I, are you asking if we need movies, just movies or movie theaters? Oh, her hands up. No, movies, <laughs> movies. Well, yes, general. we need movies. For what? Well, I mean, but like, because I, not I, every, I, not every like movie idea needs to be like, a series like sometimes it's just like a short like I don't know there's some movies out there it's like an hour and a half was enough of that I don't need like each week to build up for 10 weeks it's like I think there are some like especially I'm not talking about like the like big action or whatever those like breaking those down seems to work but I mean like these little quick comedy movies that are fun and quick I don't think we need a long form of that I agree with that when is the last time I saw a comedy movie that came out in the last two years? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, your even, life. I don't even. I don't even want to. I'm just saying, but I don't even want to watch them. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't. I don't find that entertaining. I would just watch a sitcom instead, or a funny TV show. That's in bites. What was the last comedy movie that came out? That's a good. That's a good question. I'm pretty sure there were some. I just didn't watch them. I don't even oh, want to watch what them. Oh, what is that? We watched, um, let's see, now it's like I'm going to try to... Justify movies. <laughs> no, it's like we watched one a couple of weeks ago that we la- I remember laughing, but I don't remember Werewolves what it Within? was. Oh, yeah, that Free was guy. funny. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. I mean, and that was really funny. And I mean, Jungle Cruise, we watched that and it was funny, but it did not need to be a series. It definitely didn't need to be but a series. But it was funny. Yeah. Like, those, I mean, those types of movies wouldn't work for, I don't want to see that every week. I want you to present it. I want to laugh. And then it's over. I agree with that, actually. I mean, I think like big action or especially stuff based on like books or, I mean, I think those do work for like a series like Game of Thrones. I mean, that couldn't have been a movie. There was just too much information. Yeah. And like Outlander, those, you know, those were just, it's too much information in a book yeah. to like work in a movie. Yeah. So those types of things. And I think a lot of the Marvel stuff, like the side stories, I mean, well, even like X-Men, those did okay. not need uh, to be movies. Those needed to be like, that was what really worked for a series because there's just a lot that happens. Have you seen Cruella? No. Have you seen Cruella? No. no. Darn it. going to say that would be a good thing to... So, okay. So you could make Cruella into a three series. You don't... It's, it neither has to be like multiple, you know, 10 episodes. You could make it into like a little mini series. You just give a little bit more into detail. Not a lot. You don't need much. You don't you need a whole you know, couple seasons or anything to get into it. But if you gave a little bit more, I think it'd still be more enjoyable because you'd have time to flesh out some of the characters. Instead of watching a movie that's kind of like, I mean, it's maybe good, maybe not. I, I just can't think of a movie that's been made recently that I really thought was really good and solid. Okay, but like Tyler Perry is a perfect example. Like the Medea movies are huge and they make a ton of money. Do you want a series of that? I mean, I mean, like they're they're contained I in a movie. But I'm sure somebody does. I know. Somebody does. I think it could work as a series, but I mean, like the movies that he makes, it's just a quick funny like it's an enjoyable experience it doesn't need to be a series i think it those work fine in like a movie format but he's turned some of his ip into series like meet the browns like that was all him right but i mean i'm just saying like you could write certain stories but i mean they still work in that format like the long format like Like, do i want to he's all that 
series? No, I don't want to use all that series. <laughs> but but don't don't make use all that at all. Like in the first place. Yeah, don't make it at all. Like I don't, that's I think that's what I'm getting at. It's like I think making movies for movie's sake is is kind of like Space Jam. Don't make that. Don't make that movie. That was hot well, I'm not talking about stupid movies. I mean, and and maybe they're movies that you don't enjoy. Like there's a lot of like romantic comedy movies that are not your type of movie, but they I mean, a lot of people enjoy those and those wouldn't it would be too dumb. It would like it would be boring as a series. Like the notebook I, that can be a series. Yeah, you can't make a series out of oh the notebook. Gosh, please don't ever make that a series. The notebook. You're gonna watch it. Yeah, and I, but I mean, you wouldn't have to. Uh, and I guess, like, and tied to this too is, do we even need to go see things in the theater anymore either? No, right? I don't think we oh, need. To, no. I don't think we need movie theaters. I think those could phase out because honestly, theaters were at a time. I mean, they were created when people didn't have. TVs at home and then even when we did get TVs they were small now we have these like gigantic TVs in our homes like so we can experience like on a grand scale something yeah. so I don't think movie, I think movie theaters could be phased out soon yeah but I mean some people just enjoy that whole process of I mean I do too going and getting popcorn and whatever but I mean I yep. could if I if movie theaters went away, I wouldn't be super sad. Because lately the popcorn's been kind of bad. Well, yeah, because not not many people are going. Yeah, it's been real well, stale. So the right now, twenty twenty one is seventy percent behind. Like it still trails it by seventy percent. The box office it made eleven point four billion dollars in two thousand nineteen. So people aren't going to the movies right now, right? They're not making as much. Um, there's a lot of digital releases, which yeah. means they make less money because, you know, you're you don't you're not bringing ten people to the theater. You're buying the movie at home and watching it for a fraction of the price. Yep. So I just don't, I don't I don't think we need movie theaters. I think we need less movies. Period. Um, if you want to make a movie, make sure it, it needs to be in that form, that format. And it, it's a story worth telling, and then don't make it at all. That's yeah. what, I mean, that's been the, but that's been like something for all time, right? We shouldn't just make j movies, regardless. But tell I just, that to the uh, Lifetime Channel or the Hallmark Channel. Uh, uh, honestly, I don't even watch. I don't even watch movies anymore. That except for nostalgic movies that I've seen already. You know what I mean? I rarely watch new movies anymore. Is that just because I'm getting old, or because you don't need? <laughs> I don't know that you're telling the truth right now. You big liar. I don't I I can't even think of a new movie that I've seen this year. You saw Shang-Chi? What? Then you see Shang-Chi? Shanti? Oh my gosh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> You're Wait, such what? a nightmare. <laughs> oh Shang Shang-Chi. I thought you were saying Shanti. <laughs> yes, I saw Shang-Chi. Other than Marvel films. I'm talking about other movies. Like other other than an MCU type thing, because I'll always I'll always go see the I'll always watch those. But like there's all these movies. I'm looking at all these movies right now that came out and I'm like, I'm see, not but I don't any think that's movies. a fair statement because I don't think you ever saw those in the theaters. I, I would watch every movie that was possibly out, period. When you were doing um, business sales, yes. And even still before that, I still watched a lot of movies at home when they came out. I guess I watched Dune. Okay, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're a liar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, okay, I guess, I guess what it is is my preference has lately been, okay, do I want to watch this movie or do I just want to watch a show? Yeah. You know, like. Like yeah, I'd but, rather just watch a show now. But that's your preference. That's your old man preference. Like I don't want to watch a movie. Back I want to. I want to watch a thirty-minute bit well, but, and get but, the next Rick, one next week. Rick, Rick, Rick is here watching Tenet over and over again. He's oh not gosh. watching other movies because it's fantastic. <laughs> it has not diminished one bit. I watched it again this week. Did you? Gosh. <laughs> Yes. He's got a problem. He's got a problem. Yeah, it's an amazing movie. That's my problem. But I think, I mean, I think there, uh, I don't know, there was a time, I guess back in the 90s or early 2000s when movie theaters just like exploded. They were just everywhere and like every corner popped up a new movie theater. I think those, I think COVID has shown us that um, they can still make their money just releasing it in a different way. 
I mean, I think there's still some movies that are fun to watch because we we had the option of watching Dune on HBO Max, but we went to the theater because we thought it would be better in a grander scale. I was okay with watching at home because I really just want to stay in my jammies and watch a movie at home wrapped up in a blanket. But Rick wanted to go go get the popcorn and all that business. And but it was good. I mean, I, I mean, I think there's some movies that just I don't know. They're just really it's an experience on the big screen, but honestly, we have a big TV, and we I do. think that it could be an experience at home too. Well, with and, my and I don't care for the gimmicks of IMAX or uh, 3D glasses or any of that stuff. So, I mean, I would honestly. I don't, even, I don't even make 3D movies anymore. Uh, I think they still do. It's just not as not as like there was that nope. boom for like five oh, years dude. where like everything yeah, it, was 3d around the time avatar came out yes and i knew and, i was like this isn't gonna last this is no. a gimmick and it's not nobody wants to see this i went to saw a couple 3d movies. i saw i saw lion king in 3d i don't know why i did that that was just we saw mistake. tron legacy oh my gosh i had the worst in headache. 3D IMAX. <laughs> the worst headache when we got out of there that was a lot and then i went and saw yeah 3d um, imax i went and saw 300 on on imax and it was way too much to, <laughs> to like consume with your eyes. Like it was just way, way, way too much. Um, but no, I don't, I think movie theaters can be phased out. That sucks for the people that, you know, earn their livelihood, um, yeah. you know, working at movie theaters and concessions and stuff like that. I think it's, a, you know, especially for like young kids, I think it's a good, you know, first job and, and stuff. Um, but I, I don't think that theaters are, necessary the way they were long ago yeah um i do think there is a place for long-form content like holly said um you know comedies and um dramas and stuff like that where you don't want them to carry on past it um and i think you know i think marvel has proved that you know you can take a smaller character that wouldn't necessarily have a draw for a big budget production like a theater production and put them in a miniseries Right. Like, what if is a straight up, you know, kind of Avengers B team at the end of it? Um, Yeah, but you could. But but they but see, here's the thing about Marvel, though. They also put Shang-Chi. Okay, who knows about Shang-Chi? Not too many people. I mean, unless you're like a big comic buff. They did the same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but I think there's a lot of reasons why they, they have to do stuff like that. I mean, I think I don't know. I just I think it was the right move for them to make a feature length production of it. Um, I hope they build more into it. Like if if they were to follow uh, the sister's journey of becoming like the uh, spoiler alert, uh, if they were to follow the sister's journey into like controlling the underground, I think that would be a cool like branch off into a, a series, like a Disney Plus yes series, kind of like how they're doing like uh, the Book of Boba Fett. You know, they reintroduced the character in uh, Mandalorian season two. Um, and now they're giving him a series, which for me, who is like one of the biggest Boba Fett uh, haters, because I don't think he matters in the Star Wars actual movies. Um, wow. I actually like I'm interested in watching the book of Boba Fett. Or Boba Fett did nothing to you. Just he up. did nothing in the movies. Oh, but that's wow. the thing like Boba Fett was this really like really cool character that we knew nothing about so it makes sense to give him his own thing to kind of dig into who I'm he is saying. well I mean it's the same was, with he, the, was he cool he was cool he has this cool? cool armor and he like flies around shooting people it's like you want to know Man. like who is this guy we have no idea he never takes his mask off in a movie of cool stuff I don't think he was that cool well, boo. I, I like Boba. Fett. I like Boba Fett. I'm just but saying, I mean, only... like Avengers, and I mean, there's so many people. There's so many characters. There's it so makes, many storylines. It makes too. sense to because you only get a bit of each person. Yeah. You don't really get to dig into anybody yeah. in particular. I mean, outside of like Iron Man. I mean, if they got their own movie, that's different. But there were so many characters that were thrown in that didn't get their own movie, and yeah. so it makes sense to kind of branch off I mean people are interested in these characters so they work in a series capacity because you want to dig in deeper but 
you know, maybe not. I think Loki could have carried a movie, but it made sense what they did. But yeah. I mean, it just makes sense to give them something so people can get a little more without having to commit to a movie. Yeah. And then a lot of this is set up for other movies that are being like What If was definitely set up for a season two. Well, no, I mean, it's set up for doc- the next Doctor Strange. Oh, and, uh, because, and I No mean, Way Home. Yeah, I mean, and no, ha- no Way Home. So a lot of that was just like, we need to tell a little bit more information before the movies come out. So yeah. we're going to do this. And that makes sense. Yeah. Would you want to see a Falcon and Winter Soldier movie? We are going to. Why? Captain America 4. That's going to be a Falcon and Winter Soldier. No, but it, well, but it's, it, it's Anthony Mackie yeah. as Captain America. Yeah. So yeah. I, I would I would highly doubt that they wouldn't bring Winter, um, Bucky. He's no longer Winter Soldier. He's fully Bucky Barnes um, in the MCU. I would doubt that they wouldn't bring him into it. Mm. And yes, I do mm. want to see that. Yeah, because the series was really it looks series like is really good. Yeah, it was really good. It was, but I don't I don't know. Wow, we'll see. What? What? I liked. I liked uh, Winter Soldier and uh, Falcon, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I've been. I'm skeptical about a lot of things, and I get proven wrong. And I like that. I'm fine. No, you that. don't. You hate what? it. <laughs> yeah, it's a lie perpetrated <laughs> by the government. I love being, being proven, proven wrong. wrong. I love being proven wrong. <laughs> And I, and I definitely uh, admit it very quickly. Yeah. That, anyway. There you go. <laughs> so what do you guys think about <laughs> about the the future of movies? I mean, are, you know, maybe we need them, maybe we don't, but are they going to be here to stay? Are we going to see a lot more short form, um, you know, more fleshed out uh, character driven pieces? Email us at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. Or go to facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. Tweet us at IGTGS show. Uh, you can hit us up on Instagram at It's Going to Get Stupid. Go to YouTube and search It's Going to Get Stupid Podcast. Or leave us a voicemail at 832-304-1423. So speaking of movies. Which um, we like and we want them to stay. Ex- we're excited. <laughs> yeah, forget them. Um, I, I wanted to, to take a little bit of time because a, a cool movie is coming out next uh, this month. In a couple weeks. It's going to be no. It's a Marvel film, of course. No yep. Way Home. Yeah. Um, so. I, I, here's the deal. I haven't been keeping up with everything. All the rumors. Like, have you watched any of the trailers or anything? I've watched the two trailers and that's it. Have you watched the most so, recent like TV spots and stuff? Nope. Okay. I watched two trailers, two of the long trailer, the two, two minute trailers. And that's it. Yeah. So I know nothing. I, I know some of the villains. I don't know any of the rumors. I mean, I know the, like the general rumors, but I don't, what's been proven. I know you have Rick cause you watch everything. I do. Uh, so yeah, no way home is coming on on December 17th. Um, it's being really hyped up, which like makes me nervous because it could be, it's one of those things where like, if they do it right, it's going to be phenomenal. But if they take any missteps, like it's going to be, it it could go really, really, really bad. Um, Sony is, or no Marvel. So uh, from what I've read, Sony wants to just tell everybody, everyone that's in the movie. Like, within the trailers. Like, they don't want to hold back any secrets. They just want to be like, here's everything you've asked for, and go see it. (laughs) Marvel is like, no, we need to have some secrecy. So, I think it was like two two weeks ago, they finally released a trailer showing the main uh, kind of villain lineup with uh, the Doc Ock from the Tobey Maguire series and the Green Goblin from that series. Um, lizard uh, and also Sandman from the Tobey Maguire series and Electro and Electro and Lizard from uh, the Andrew Garfield series there's not ru- the Rhino there, well what? there's rumors oh, that the God. Rhino might show up even though nobody wants him in there um, I kind of do it's and so funny. they haven't really said like if, if this is supposed to be the Sinister Six who the who the sixth villain is going to be uh, oh, sure. in this oh uh, no it's gonna be Venom they haven't said they, they haven't said anything yet um, from what I've gathered and from what a lot of people are speculating I think Doc Ock actually becomes a friend um, mm. he shows up as a villain uh, there's a new TV spot where he kind of pins um, what's his face Tom Holland against a concrete uh, pier under a freeway and he says you're not Peter Parker 
and he get like Peter, like Tom Holland's like, oh, I'm so confused. Um, <laughs> but somehow they capture him. Um, and I think he actually becomes a friend because the, the whole plot line is all of these villains met their fate fighting their Spider-Man. And if Doctor Strange actually catches them and sends them back to their universe, um, like, like he wants to, you're basically sending these people over to their death. Um, the Tom Holland Spider-Man struggles with that because he's all about preserving humanity, especially since he got blipped and went through the whole Thanos thing. He's wanting to redeem them somehow. And I think that's because they're able to redeem, uh, Otto Octavius. Um, okay. but he's redeemed in his own movie. Like he, he does. I mean, he's redeemed yeah. in that one. Then he dies. Yeah. And then he well, dies. He, he sacrifices himself for yeah. everyone. Yeah. So it's a little confusing exactly where they're pulling these villains from. Um, because like Holly just pointed out, Doc Ock did have a redemption, uh, at the very end of Spider-Man two. And even, um, uh, Flint Marco, had a had a yeah. had a redemption at the end of Spider-Man three, um, and didn't die. And didn't die. Like at, we <laughs> so we recently rewatched those movies with our kids because we wanted yeah. them to know like how we didn't want to take them to go see No Way Home and like have no idea what was happening. Um, and I I really remember Sandman dying at the end of Spider-Man nope. three. Well, it's because he just flew. He just blew away yeah but he's not dead he just blew away he's uh, still there Venom also didn't die no uh no he does no he gets he, he gets he, he gets just, exploded he, who dies he just disappears he doesn't Venom. necessarily die yeah nope. nobody means no death in comics yeah, this is very true <laughs> um uh holly and i both agreed that after recently rewatching the third one it was not as bad as we remembered <laughs> The, oh well, there's just one part in the movie in the movie that's really bad and kind of takes you out of the whole movie. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, that whole that B- whole bad bully Peter scene. Yeah. What did bully 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 McGuire? Yeah, yeah bully McGuire. <laughs> but the kid thought the whole dancing scene. They thought it was really funny because in um, the Miles Morales Spider-Man movie, yeah, um, there's a part where Peter Parker. The Chris Pine Peter Parker is talking about his past, and he was like, "There was a dark time that we don't talk about," and it shows him like dancing through the streets of yeah. New York. And so the kids thought that was funny because that's where it came from, and they didn't that's know cool. that. So they yeah. were like, "Hey, look at that!" Um, but it wasn't as bad. Like I just remember being so terribly awful, and it really wasn't. I think we've had some time to digest it, and we've matured when as you people. Compare it. You compare it to Spider-Man Two, it was really bad. Well, yeah, well, yeah. and, and Spider- that's Spider-Man that's all we were amazing. dealing with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but overall, it was—I mean, it wasn't the best, but it was okay. Yeah. So what's really funny is uh, in the last major trailer that came out, like 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 I was talking about how like Marvel's trying to hide every glimpse of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield being in this movie. The Brazilian edit of the last um, No Way Home trailer. There's a scene where Tom Holland is lunging at Electro, um, who somehow has Stark Tech uh, attached to his body at this point. Um, Electro, Sandman, and Lizard—they're all like lun- like they're the three of them are lunging at Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Electro is very clearly looking at somebody else, and Lizard is very clearly lunging at somebody else. And in the Brazilian cut, Lizard's head gets kicked the opposite, like. Uh, over to the side by like a phantom foot um, that has been cut out of the trailer. So we think they're all three fighting mm, together. Yeah, And in all likelihood, like uh, the Tom Holland Spider-Man that they left in is probably Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, like lunging straight at uh, Sandman. Um, there's the clip where Zendaya is falling to her death, um, very much like Gwen Stacy uh, did in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, and a lot of people are speculating that this is going to be um, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man's uh, moment of redemption. Um, that it's actually going to be him saving her and not Tom Holland. Because uh, it would be it would be way too much for Zendaya to die, I think, at this point. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, they're yeah. not going to kill her. Yeah. I mean, not not Mary Jane. She's going to be there. Yeah. She's going to be a part of his life. They yeah. can't. They won't kill her off. So I'm really looking forward to it. There's also been rumors of... Uh, this being where some 
uh, fan favorites get reintroduced, specifically Charles Xavier and Logan. What? Um, so building into Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange 2, this is this is the precursor to it. So this is the middle part of a trilogy. WandaVision was the first part where like the multiverse really started to unwrap. Like, is this um, fan speculation or is this an actual thing? So Patrick... Fan, fan speculation? Uh, no, Got like, it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Someone reported that Sir Patrick Stewart has actually been on set uh to to maybe he said hey can i come on set they're like heck yeah well they him and him and hugh jackman both agreed that they would never revise their roles unless they agree to do it together apparently multiverse of madness is going to bring in the illuminati which is going to have charles xavier as part of that that seat and no way home might show a glimpse of charles xavier and logan together Wow. Fan speculation. There's a lot of fan speculation nah, there. I don't know if this is fan speculation. This seems like Are you looking it up right now, like while I'm talking about yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Insiders. So, insiders are claiming, there's been so. there's been reports that Sir Patrick Stewart Reports is, by who has been on set. Nerds. All I'm saying. Nerdy nerds. Which could be the reason why so Multiverse of Madness just went into um, a season of reshoots, which is usually a bad thing. That's a bad thing, yeah. But it could be because they finally got Hugh Jackman to agree to do this because Sir Patrick Stewart did. And they're trying to bring those characters back in and introduce the mutants. I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty jazzed, man. I, I mean, I've always said I love what Marvel's doing. They're just yeah. doing some really cool stuff. They know what they're doing. And they're being very smart about everything. Yeah, it would be really cool. It'd be really cool to see them, and even just to see a glimpse of Professor X and Wolverine. I mean, mean, they by far were like the best part of those X movies. The only things to take from the X movies. I mean, by far, and I love I love both of them so much. But the real like, if I'm gonna be real here, like Hugh Jackman, how many how many more years can he play Wolverine? Forever. What? We yeah, would he, like that, but I mean, honestly, if the man that doesn't really age or ages super slowly, Hugh Jackman's not that guy. <laughs> Look, they made a young digital digital clone of him for the entirety of Logan. They can do it now. It's fine. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I would watch it. Yeah, he was a good Wolverine. Yeah. He was the best. Yeah. So anyways, I'm super excited for... Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, I hope it. I hope it just ex- gets executed really well, and it's not some weird like. I don't know. There's always a risk, like you know, going to, into Infinity War and Endgame. Like there was a big risk of like, how well are they actually going to do this? And I would say No Way Home is the first thing that we've had that is is on that same scale um, as like a as like an Avengers movie. Um, nothing that's been released since Endgame has been to that same level i honestly think that no way home is gonna have a really terrible cliffhanger ending because i mean dr strange comes out in may yeah so there's only just a few months to wait i think it's gonna be something really terrible happens and then dr strange is gonna come in and start to try to fix whatever i do predict ned will die Oh no! I'm pretty sure he's gonna die. No, not Uh, he's not gonna become the hobgoblin. Yeah, I think he's gonna become a hobgoblin. No. Yeah. So he's gonna be resurrected somehow. Yeah. Oh, I love Ned. Don't don't kill Ned. I do think Ned is gonna die. No, he's not expendable. They can't do that. I I think he's of the three. He's more expendable than MJ. But we love him, so no. I mean, I do like MJ too, but no. They have to all three survive and be okay and best yeah. friends forever. <laughs> no, it's going to be Flash Thompson, obviously. <sighs> yeah, he'll Flash probably Thompson die does. too. He can, he can die. Flash That's Thompson. fine. But this is this is the... I had no idea that um, What's-His-Face uh, played Flash Thompson in the Tobey Maguire series. Mm, uh, Joe, Joe Manganiello. Mm. Yeah. Sophia Vergara's yeah, husband. Yeah, Sophia Vergara's yes, husband. Yes, wow. He's Sophia Vergara's <laughs> husband. He's not even his own person right now. Joe. Oh, Joe M. Poor guy. Joe M. There you go. He was also in How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Yep. Let us know what you guys think about Joe M, uh, a.k.a. Sophia Vergara's <laughs> husband, at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. 
You can go to facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. You can tweet us at IGTGS show. Oh, yeah. Instagram us at uh, it's going to get stupid. <laughs> you can ser- search Sophia Vergara's husband, or you can also search it's going to get stupid podcast <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, and then lastly, leave us a voicemail at 832-304-1423. And do not leave messages about what you found on YouTube when you search Sophia Vergara's husband. <laughs> Please oh, don't. wait, do you think it's going to um, get bad? No, I think it's going to be a lot of Magic Mike clips. Oh. Because he was oh, in that yeah. movie. I never saw nice. it. Did you see it? No, Rich? I didn't see it. Oh, come on. <laughs> you work in here. You watch you movies it. all day while, you, while you're Shit working. Come on. I've really only seen Tenet once. You lie. It's been Magic Mike. <laughs> Magic Mike the whole time. <laughs> Dude, honestly, oh, so before we get into what we watched last, I've been looking at this upcoming releases thing for Marvel Studios. It looks, pre- I'm so excited. I just hope all of this happens. I want all yeah. of it to happen. All the Disney Plus shows, all the movies, everything needs to happen. It, it's it's really exciting, like how they're going to pivot off of Endgame and like what they're going to do with it. I think everyone got tired of what Marvel was doing uh, with a lot of their movies. They were really starting to follow the same paths and the the same formula. I still enjoyed it, but I know a lot of people were getting critical of it. Um, I, I think what they're going to lead into now, especially like with Loki and what if and even WandaVision, um, I think it's it's they have the room to do the more creative stories that they uh, may like Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, which we haven't seen yet. Um, oh, oh, so good. Um, but I, I think I think now that uh, unfortunately it took them, what, 22 movies to get to the point where they could actually do a little bit more outside the box stuff. I think they're, they're finally proven, getting, right? Yeah that's the thing about that's the thing about marvel like when anytime you talk about what marvel's doing it's like they've already proven success so i'm not too worried about no way home i i don't it doesn't need to live up to a hype for me anymore i mean it, it i it's going to be solid now yeah. how solid it's going to be is the difference right because yeah. you know we, we went back and looked at some of the other movies that were not as good but they weren't they actually weren't bad you know we yeah. really looked at them again we're like hey well that wasn't actually that bad yeah so i'm, I'm really jazzed about what they're going to do i mean they got Things like Ms. Marvel, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, uh, all sounds so amazing. Um, I can't wait. Moon Knight looks so. really good. Moon Knight's going to be awesome. She-Hulk, like, I think they showed it too early because the graphics were not there. Like, the this the motion capture, it just wasn't yeah. there yet. And I think they shouldn't have shown that clip. That's okay. But we'll, It'll be we'll fine. Fix it. They'll yeah. fix it. So, anyway. What'd you see excited. last, Jose? So the last movie that I watched was The Grinch with Jim Carrey. The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Um, the, I'd never seen the, this the movie Grinch. before. I yeah, I'd never seen this movie before. Um, and I watched it with my kids, obviously. Um, and I wish I had. <laughs> this isn't a this is a movie for adults. This is not a movie for children. Yeah, this is one hundred percent one of those things where it's like. Is this it's it's almost like the Thor Ragnarok deal um, <laughs> where, where you probably shouldn't let your kids. OK, so um, I'm not going to talk about the movie because most people have seen it. It's probably like a holiday classic. Um, there's uh, talk about adultery in there. Yep. Why? That's weird. There's a key party. Why? Why are they talking about that? Why, why is it? Why are they even alluding to like wife swapping? That's a weird thing in a kid's movie. Um, <laughs> I don't think I remember he's drinking, any of that. He, he, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So there's the first scene when the Grinch comes floating down on the basket after they make the adultery joke. And they're talking about, oh, our, he came during our holiday party. And one of the scenes that he's in the tree stuck there, they're chasing each other around, spanking each other on the butt. It's so crazy, dude. And then and then they'll put their keys in a bowl and then walk off giggling. I'm like, what the heck? I don't remember <laughs> that. Maybe the Just keys in go- the bowl were for us uh, no, so we don't drive drunk. You no. Know- <laughs> okay okay cool that's what you think it is (laughs) they were all calling in hoobers they're just making sure wow that was so dad jokey (laughs) that was real bad that was really bad rick (laughs) or was it great oh come on (laughs) so uh, i mean there's drinking he drinks some moonshine that this guy has i mean it's just I'm just like, I don't know about this movie, man. Um, and it wasn't even funny to me. I, I mean, you know, Jim Carrey, he, he's a little crazy. He's a little eccentric. 
apparently uh julie was looking up some of the the behind the scenes stuff and it took like i don't know seven hours or eight hours to get into that makeup yeah and jim carrey hated it so much and berated the makeup director that the make makeup director like bailed on the movie halfway nice. through and ron howard had to beg him to come back and make jim carrey apologize so wow yeah and the jim carrey was also he was he was like heavily into drug use and so he disappeared from uh days at a time from the set yeah i guess that was during that time so, of his, i think he's clean now but yeah yeah he is so yeah that just sounds crazy for a children's movie and they put all that crazy stuff in there so my kids liked it they wanted to see it um i, I don't know if i'll ever let i mean I, I the things go over their head but i'm just like i don't want to watch it i feel skeezy watching it with them because i know what's going on it's just it's different from like when you know a pixar movie makes a, an adult joke but it's like uh, about adult life kind of thing not weird sexual well stuff. it's usually more about like the stresses of being an adult y- yeah i mean i'm not over here stressing about a key party that's <laughs> or are you no i'm definitely not or are you just so ingrained into that lifestyle that's no stress anymore <laughs> it's not stress that's terrible. the swinging lifestyle anyway so and i'm look here i you know i'm not a prude okay i'm not I just think that it that's that's a little too far. It's a little yeah. too far. A little too much, guys. So, um, Grinch holiday movie probably out from now on. We'll stick to, you know, wholesome stuff like uh, Christmas Vacation. I, th- I thought you were about to say Elf. And I was going to... Everybody loves could, Elf, but you. I know, my kids, I know. No, I don't like Elf either. It's definitely not my favorite, but my kids, I, I had them, I let oh, them yeah. watch it because they had never seen it and they really loved it. And Rick was, he s- came out, it was while Rick was working and he came out and he was like, oh, I see what happens while I'm in there working. I'm like, what? Watch an elf. Watch an elf. I like Will Ferrell, but I don't like that movie. Yeah, it's kind of, I, I think it's overhyped, but yeah, the kids liked over, it. Way yeah. The kids like thought it was new, funny. It's a new Christmas classic. It'd never be a Christmas classic. It's done. It's kaput. Holly, what was the last movie we watched? Oh, uh, we went and saw something yesterday. Yes, and, we Oh, did. yeah, we saw Encanto. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what it was. We saw Encanto. And it was very good. It was very, very good. Very good. good. Uh, yeah. Disney movie set in Colombia. Follows a, a family, um, the, uh, Madrigal. the Madrigal family, um, who were like the the matriarch. Um, her and her husband were escaping persecution. Um, that doesn't really say what time, so I'd have to like look at look at the history of like when something like that would have but happened. But there was like, I mean, they were like burning down the village. There was raiders after yeah. them, so a bunch of the. Um, people in the village were like fleeing and so the raiders catch up with them yeah. and so then the there's like this uh, magic that happens that protects them and then they now have this magical village that the, the, the Madrigal family their house is magic and they like help the village thrive that's like now surrounded by these mountains like it's a little protected little patch of land in Colombia and uh, so it um, but every generation of the Madrigal family, when the kids get to a certain age, they have this uh, ceremony where you open a door and then the house lets you know what your magic gift is. And so there's one daughter that when it was her time, she did not get a gift. The house did not give her anything. And so um, so it's just about her. um I don't know, just her place in the family without magic in this magical family with this magical house. And uh, it was really good. It was really sad. Had a lot of sad, sad moments. I cried a lot. So one of our neighbors actually who his him and his family were from Colombia told us that this kind of story um, was made popular in the Colombian culture by an author, uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez who wrote this book, A Hundred Years of Solitude, and it actually follows um, the story of a family that kind of sets up this, you know, that has this, this, uh, you know, big multi-generational family. They founded a town and there's this idea, he, they call it magical realism, mm-hmm. where like the house does like have like a personality um, and it, it's like a living entity itself, not in like a horror kind of way, but like a, in like a, a mystical kind of way. Um, and so Encanto is, 
is being derived a lot from that. I, this book is in my like to read list. So I, I don't know exactly like how it correlates, but that's what our neighbor was telling us. And so it, it was from that perspective, I think it was done really well from what he told me. Um, it's very emotionally driven. Holly and I were both like in tears for yeah. a good portion of the movie and not like, I mean, it was just, uh, the, the story is like, it's a little, it's a little sad because, you know, the, the main character, Maribel doesn't get any powers. And so she's trying to figure out what her place is in the family. And at the same time, like everyone else who does have powers, it, their, their magical abilities become so important to the grandmother that that's what defines them. Nothing else defines them. And so if, you know, there's a sister, Luisa, who has like super strength, if she feels like she can't do something, she's feeling like she's not living up to what, to the gift that she was given. So it really like dives deep into um, kind of living under that label of like what people like how people look at you like not letting your gift define you like you're yeah. still you're separate from your gift your gift is a is a gift it's not who you are right it's it's just something you have to help and so but it was just really sad because the kids are like so matter about what's your gift and and she's like oh i didn't get one and she's so like proud of her family yeah and she's just like talks like talks them up and she's so like awe inspired by them and then, but she's okay not having her own gift. It's everyone else that has a problem with it. Like, oh, well, you don't need to be here because you don't have a gift. Or why don't you stay aside and let the people with the gifts do the thing? And so it was just really sad, like, to watch her just be so proud of them and okay with the fact that she doesn't have one. And then to see the ones with gifts still struggle, like everyone expects these things of me, but I have other things to offer, yeah. but they don't see that. They just see that I can only do this thing. And so it was, I mean, it was so good and it was so well done. And even though Lin-Manuel Miranda did all the music, which whom Rick hates, um, he, he, he liked it because he didn't sing. He didn't sing in any, he just wrote the songs. He didn't oh sing God. any of yeah. them, but like the music was really, like, it was really well done. And it was just, a, it was so good. I cried. There was, was even good. one song that was very much like Lin-Manuel raps, like the same kind of staccato that he does, but it didn't bother me because he wasn't rapping it. I was kind of hoping he would sing wow. something just, just because it's just, it's just because it's him. Oh, like, he hates him. Even... He doesn't, he just doesn't want anything to do. He's like, I don't yeah. really do him. I would love to have him on the podcast and we can hash it out. Why? Just why? Why do you hate him um, so much? But anyways, it was, it was done really, really well. And it's funny he because doesn't want to talk about it. Holly and I are no, watching uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine right now. And mm -hmm. that oh, has Stephanie Beatrice. It has Stephanie Beatrice, who is like the polar opposite of the character she plays in Encanto. This really positive and like lively, you know, young Colombian girl, uh, Maribel, who is just like super positive and it's just it's so funny to hear like in Brooklyn Nine-Nine like how um how she like lowers her voice a couple of octaves and is just so stoic about everything um I mean she's one of the best characters on the show but like just to see like the the kind of range that she can pull off like it was it was very impressive Oh yeah, like hearing her talk in an interview is so crazy. And yeah. it's like what? Yeah, because I'm like, what? Wait, what? Yeah, and before the movie, the, before the before the movie started, they did like a behind the scenes of a lot of the characters doing uh, the voiceovers while like while bef you know before they uh, did the animation, and it's just hearing her talk about the experience. I'm like, oh, it's so weird yeah. to hear her hear her talk without talking like this. She talks like this on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, so low. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, it was really good. It was. I highly recommend it. Yes. Um, I think kids will love it. I think it's it's just a really good story. I mean, I th you know, the, the thing that Disney does so well, I, I think, you know, how, Jose, like you were talking about how, like, there's jokes for adults and, like, stuff like The Grinch and things like that. Um, Disney, especially in, like, these types of movies, really hits on, like, kind of adult feelings that you have. It's so, like for the grandmother she was holding on to this idea of what the mir this miracle that they that they received because it became what defined her it became what 
made her family unique and what made her family special, not the family itself. And, you know, as, as an adult, and especially as a, a workaholic, like I, I see myself a lot into that. Like I'm doing things to protect my family and to build a future for them. But at what sacrifice, like what, what, what kind of sacrifice am I making? What kind of family am I building? If all I'm doing is working f- towards something that hasn't even happened yet. And so I think Disney does a really fantastic job of speaking to adults while also like, you know, hitting the right notes for kids to like really enjoy the movie and making it truly a movie for everyone to experience. Yeah, it was good. And I want to see this movie now. It was so good. Yeah, definitely. I might actually go and take the kids. It's definitely worth it. There's there were surprisingly more musical numbers than I thought there yeah, was there gonna be. There was at and least it was four. Really catchy, like Disney really really did a good job with the catchy yeah. music. But it wasn't like overly done, like Frozen two musical numbers. Oh, uh, boo! Just stop talking. No, I'm talking to Jose. Those weren't bad. Not, uh, Ho- Jose is the one that was a critic of it. Jose was the one that was a critic of it. I didn't mind I was. it. They were I didn't so mind forced. it. But the rec- let's let's let the record show. <laughs> I thought Frozen Two was fantastic. I loved that movie. Fantastic. Yes. Um, okay, we need to end the podcast right now. Not forever. <laughs> just this episode because I need to. Fantastic. Oof. Okay. Yes. Anyway. Tripping the lights. But go um, go see Encanto. Go, yeah, go oh. see Encanto. Don't go see The Grinch. No. Um, yeah. Unless you have something about The Grinch. You know what? Email us uh, other things in The Grinch that were probably non-kid appropriate. It, it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. Oh, dang. It's me. Uh, Facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. You can tweet us at IGTGS show. You could send us a picture of your Encanto present. You know, your best Lin-Manuel Miranda impersonation. Oh just for Rick. <laughs> it's going to get stupid. And tag Rick or search. It's going to get stupid podcast on YouTube. Oh, man. I thought I had the number in my brain. And I don't. Uh-oh. Uh, and if you're Lyndon or Miranda, you can leave us a voicemail at 832-304-1423. Or if you're not. We know, we know you're listening, Lynn manuel <laughs> Yeah. I bet he does every, every, every week. Every yep. episode. Yeah. He's, he's waiting for his sure name. That's he has little feelers. He's probably calling the other voicemail number. Uh, that doesn't work anymore. It's got thousands of messages on it just from Manuel Miranda. And he's just rapping just, the entire time. Yeah. Just he's for like, you. Look, Rick, I'm going to tell you you're... A- anyway. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. Yes. Bye. 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 Bye.